You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, then go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I hope you are sipping on some fizzy housewives-inspired wine for yourself. Packing a punch at 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. It is my no-filter wine. It is housewives-inspired, four fun designs, two fun flavors, one fizzy white wine, one fizzy rosé. Available at nofilterwine.com. It's perfect for summer. Like I said, it's compact, so you can sneak them into your Uber, throw it in your purse, sneak it around. Nobody's going to know what it is. They're going to think it's an energy drink, and you're going to just... You're just going to have a fun Liddy City summer. So go and stock up at nofilterwine.com. Drink responsibly. That's what they tell me I have to say legally. So drink responsibly. All right, guys, I'm excited because today's guest um, is a real, she's a real delight. She's not an influencer. She's not a content creator. She's what I would consider a cultural phenomenon. Landing not one, but two Kardashian interviews on her very funny and mega successful podcast, Not Skinny, Not Fat. Please welcome the Amanda Hirsch. Oh, thank you. First of all, love that you like do your promo every week and don't pre-record it. That's so fresh of you. We do it in um, the flesh. Fresh. And thank you. Thank you so much. I love that. Phenomenon. 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 I get, imagine I call myself that. People will be like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I'll be like, Zach said that, you know. I'll tape it for you. When people give me like when people give me affirmations or like compliments, I'm like, can you just record that so I can have that as my alarm in the morning? Let that be my meditation in the morning. Yeah, right. Because it's so much easier to cling to like negative things sometimes where when people say positive things, you're like, oh, that's really nice. But it kind of brushes away really quickly, whereas the negative stuff can stay in your head. Um, That's I feel like just human nature. So you're right. I'll make an alarm. No, I love one of my favorite things is to go on Twitter and see all the mean things that people have to say about me. It's like, you know, <laughs> that's part of my my daily affirmation manifestation is I just love to see all like the nasty. But like the the negative st- shit does get to you, even when you're like, oh, I'm a bad bitch. And you're like high fiving yourself like Mel Gibson tell- or not Mel Gibson. Mel Robinson tells you to in the mirror. Um it, it, it like affects Wait, you. Are you. Did you mean Tony Robbins? No, Mel Robbins. She is like also a guru and she does her shit. And I like to listen is to her too. Is she his daughter? I thought they were married or like something. And they have like zero connection. They're like literally the same person, but she's like a blonde white lady with glasses. And he's like not. Oh my God. That's so wild. It is. I thought they were connected, but they're definitely not. And so her thing is like, she has a five second rule and she's like, anytime you're thinking about something you don't want to think about count down from five and it'll change like your headspace. She's like, or give yourself a high five in the mirror because it boosts endorphins and it makes you feel like hot. Oh my God. Okay. I'm definitely going to take the five <laughs> second thing. I feel like the high five will just make me laugh, which maybe is a good distraction, but five seconds is definitely a good thing to stop you from spinning. I just, I used to do the high fives in the mirror and then my mirror would just always have handprints <laughs> on it. And I'm like, no, it looks like somebody was banging me up against the mirror and there are just handprints all over the fucking mirror. Like Titanic vibes. Yes. Um, okay, the Kardashians. I need to know how you landed these interviews. You had Kim and you had Chloe recently. Right. How did this happen? 
Um, honestly, they reached out to me okay. and it's the greatest honor of my life. When I got the, um, the email about Kim, I, speaking of negativity, I, the first place my mind jumped to was that this is like a joke. And I was like, how low can trolls go? Like, mm. you know, say go die is one thing, yeah. but like tease me right. with, you know, <laughs> And fucking play a prank on me with something so important. No. So honestly, I was I was sitting in a nail salon in I think this was like February and I an email popped in and it was through my website, which I even forgot I have a website that you could like do a contact me box thing. And um, and it was from it was from Hulu and they were like the Kardashians is about to come on Hulu. I was like, duh. And uh, and they were like, would you want to have Kim Kardashian on your podcast? And I was like, is this is a joke? Like, this has to be a joke. Like, this is a joke. And I was so sure that it was trolling. Like, I was like, this is so fucked up that they're trying to, like, make like lie to me and prank me. And then I and I Googled the um the, the woman that it came from and saw her LinkedIn. And I was like, holy fucking shit, this is for real. But, you know, then my mind spun into like, why the hell would she need to do a podcast? I mean, she's not normal. She's not me going on podcasts, you know, like she doesn't need to do a podcast and more over. She doesn't need my promotion for a show. I'm going to promote it anyway. So those were the things running through my head, obviously, aside from excitement and and freaking out um, was kind of like, should I write back and be like, she really doesn't need this for. (laughs) Um, But no, it was it was an insane moment that I, you know, had to pull together real quick and say, you know what? fucking happening and i'm going to take this opportunity with both hands and i'm going to come to the moon to do the interview if i need to and you're with dear media right yeah so what was it like when that you told them like hey we need to arrange for the kim kardashian interview they were like this is our super bowl (laughs) that's the, the that's those were their words and it was kind of like we're willing to do it whenever wherever however and you know, I think for a moment we were thinking it might work out with her in New York. But listen, at the end of the day, you go to Calabasas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you come to them to Calabasas um, and that's where it all goes down. And so was there a pre-interview? Did you get to meet her before? Did you walk into the monochrome house? Well, so this is what happened. It became a very Kardashian heavy time period because that same week, that I was supposed to go out for the interview um, that week. Uh, uh, there, there was the premiere for the show. Um, so I was interviewing her on a Friday. And do you remember when she accidentally leaked on her Instagram, like the premiere invite? Yeah. Not everybody caught that, but it was like she lit, I don't know why, but she put it up for like a few minutes and then took it down. And people were like, wait, the premiere, blah, blah, blah. So I remember I saw that and I literally called my producer not like you know, assuming or, or in any way thinking I deserve to be there, but it was kind of a half joke where I told my producer, wait, 
the premiere is a night before I'm going to be in LA. I'm interviewing her on Friday. Wouldn't it be so cool if I got to go and like break the ice and like get to meet her? I was like, how do I score this invite? Like I need to, to, to do this. So, um, so I actually like, I, I'm, I communicate closely with one of her, the people on her team. And I, I texted her kind of trying to hint at her. I was like, when is the premiere again? Because I'm get, coming to LA tomorrow. And she was like, it's on the 17th or whenever it was. I was like, okay, cool. Like, again, I was like, is she going to say come? So she didn't, she didn't get the hint. I was like, well, you know, I tried. And that night my agents called me and told me that I got the gig to host the red carpet for them for Hulu. So I did get to meet her the night before at the, at the premiere. So it was, it ended up being a very, um, a full Kardashian week. Uh, and it was really cool. It was cool to get to meet her the night before and see the premiere. And, you know, even though I wasn't going to ask her really uh, specific questions about the show because nobody had seen it at that point. So yeah, I got to meet her the night before and everyone, and it was totally like an, a confidence boost, you know, um, because they were so nice to me and so welcoming and so warm. And so, you know, just made me feel like at home that I walked into that interview even more confident than I, than I thought I was going to be. Were you nervous interviewing her? Cause like this was like dear media's rooting for you. Hulu's like, we're trusting this bitch. Like what was the head talk, like the mind talk that you had to like work yourself through? You know how actors, like I remember when I was an actress for a hot minute or tried to be, it was like in the audition room, like the waiting room, I'd be shitting my pants, having yeah. an anxiety attack, like dying. Right. But the moment I walked in to the room, it was like, game is on game on so it was kind of the same like i was nervous before but i think that whole week leading up to it where i got to do cool things and kind of feel that you know okay i've been working towards doing this i deserve it like you said people are rooting for me people want me here i didn't win a make a wish foundation you know i i worked towards this for many years so i was i walked in with confidence it's also like it's so much more nerve wracking to interview someone, you know, nothing about, and you kind of don't care about, and you have to do it. It's like, I could literally watch Kim for weeks and probably fill up entire days with questions for her. So I think that's something that made me not so nervous. Cause it's like, I'm not going to run out of questions. Like there's so much I want to ask her and talk to her about. Um, so I wasn't nervous and I, and, and the mindset that I had to go into was very like, I deserve to be here. People wanted me to do this. Like I'm not. Yeah, it was it was it was this like, you know, it, it was this whole other. Um, what, what do they call it? Like when a when a singer has like a alter ego, alter ego. Alter ego. That's yeah, your, your Sasha Fierce, your Lala Kent. <laughs> Right. So my, my sister came with me and it was actually recorded at the KKW headquarters, like her office, which isn't, I guess, KKW anymore. Um, and we went to the bathroom, the monochromatic, everything, obviously. And my sister was like, oh my God, can you believe it? Like, Amanda, where are we? Like all the, all the stuff that I'm like, Ariel, no, 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 no. Like this isn't the vibe. Like if I did that, yeah. I, w I would be like, too, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. So I had to like not be in that vibe, be in like the, 
Mm, yeah. Shake a salad, yes. you know, drink a whatever. Matcha. You're in it to win it. Yeah. Feel hot, feel, you know, so so I, I came into it, you know, feeling like I deserve to be there. And and I think it went really well. And how did Chloe happen? Did you reach out to them? You're like, hey, so Kim went well. Can I have Chloe? No. So actually, well, the Kim thing really did, you know, I feel like the 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 public response was really positive, which made everybody very happy, including myself and I'm sure her and her team. So we were talking about that, like, oh, the response is really great. This is so fun. And they were like, Chloe next. And I was like, ha 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 ha. And they're like, so May, you know, 13th or whatever date. And I was like, wait, really? And then it was for real. And I was like, I can't believe I'm going back to LA. Um, I had just gotten back and um, I was like, here we go again. And Courtney, is Courtney happening? Well, the thing is with Courtney and I like utterly feel her because she's my main bitch. Like she was my main bitch for so many years, though they're making it very hard for her to remain my main bitch since Courtney and uh, Chloe and Kim have been so great. But Courtney's vibe is not a podcast. Like she's not a sit down. You know, if you watch the show, you know, she's always very nervous about public speaking. Yeah. Even in interviews, she's always like giggles at the end because she's like, yeah. you know, she's kind of like insecure. I feel like about talking yeah. um, when I did the red carpet and got to meet her. She was actually so warm, so nice. And I feel like she gets the rep a lot of being like the colder one and like Chloe's so great. And, you know, Kim is so nice, but she was so warm to me. And um she said like not once, but twice. And I clocked that shit. She said, we should do a day. We should do a day. And now if you guys watch the latest episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she had Benny drama yeah. on. So she told me at the at the premiere. at the premiere, she was like, we did it with Benny. It was so awesome. So I feel like that's more her vibe, yeah. like a very kind of put together, yeah. organized, like pre pre thought about kind of vibe where she could be like silly and not have to like talk too much about serious things, even though I do feel the confidence that if I had her on, we can make it fun and we can make it where she doesn't feel like she's, you know, um, going to be tripping over her words, but, but like, I'm going to manifest some sort of vibe with Courtney. She was my OG. Like, it's special when, when my listeners tell me, Amanda, if, if we want, li- somebody told me that they listened to an old episode where I was talking about dream guests. And I remember they said that I said about the Kardashians, like that I'm not going to even name them as dream guests because it's so far fetched and it's so not plausible that it would happen. And that's such a special wild thing, which reminds us that dream because dreams can come true and let yourself go wild with them, even if they sound really ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, just how, you know, just how special that is. So she was actually like my OG. I would want her. Yeah. Um, but again, for some reason, I feel like she's not comfortable doing them, but we'll still hope that we can do something together. And if not, then two out of three, two out of five is good too. Yeah. I mean, if you can get a Jenner, that would be great too. <laughs> I know I need I feel like I've been harder on the Jenners. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they don't make it easy. They don't give us much on the show. 
What, at this, all. This week we got like a phone call with Kylie. Like we didn't even see <laughs> Kylie. We just got like her on speakerphone. Wait, Zach, but she gave more on that phone call she than did she's give a lot. been. She, yeah. No, I'll give her that. When she said, um, is Tristan the worst human being we've ever seen in our lives? I was like, this is the best soundbite we've gotten from Kylie. Like in, in, in on a phone call. But yeah. like, what did we get from Kendall? Her parallel parking. Yeah. And her cucumber. Like Kendall doesn't give us much. So they make it hard. Like I, I feel like they need to. You know, reality TV, you got to work for it. And I feel like they don't get that still. Like, you got to give us something. Well, I think because they've never had to. You know, it's always been keeping up with the Kardashians. And now it's the Kardashians. So the three girls are the main fixture. They're kind of there just because they kind of have to be. And they have all their boundaries. And, you know, Kendall does therapy. Like, you know, they just, they have all of their, you know, their walls up. Because they don't really have to give. Whereas I think the OG three gave us everything from the beginning. And they're like, this is just who we are now. Even Courtney's finally giving us more. I mean, she I won't give us, you know, Travis climaxing in the, in the doctor's <laughs> office, but we got close. We took oh my God. Mic. We got so close hands, feet come. I mean, we, you're right. Three, Courtney, was it three or four times a week? Three, three times a week that she has to oh my drink God. it. Is it four? I can't even deal. I can't deal. With I'm like, her. that's like, like, it's not like he's putting it in a protein shake for you. Like, it's literally just swallowing. Like, why is everybody like so shocked <laughs> that she's drinking his cum four times a week? I think it was just shocking. The fact that like she wasn't sure why, because she said she doesn't know if it was high iron or low iron. So it's not even she's not even sure what problem. she's. <laughs> so it's like, no, you just literally want to swallow. So just that, like fucking say you yeah. want to swallow. Yeah, no, that was she's pushing the boundaries for sure this season. <laughs> I think swallowing is underrated. I'm just going to say that. And if it okay. helps with iron levels, then let's do it. <laughs> I hate giving blowjobs. I think they're the worst. Like who needs the TMJ? But like, listen, listen, cleaner. when I met my husband, like looking back, I think when you're really in love and at the very lustrous stage of a relationship, you want to like show how. Yeah wild you are and how you love every part now i'm literally like clean up <laughs> like go shower he's probably like who is this bitch and why did i marry her this is not what i signed up for but i i think that it's a very i feel like it just shows how like in love you are with the yeah. person that you want to like swallow every crevice of their body and crawl inside and i think when you've been married for 11 years you're like no yeah. like take a shower and eat better because that didn't taste very good. Are you team Kravis or team Kim and Pete? Um, I think first of all, I was like number one Kravis fan when they started. I remember, do you remember when they started with the commenting yeah. and it was just like, we were like, wait, <laughs> is something happening? And I feel like we all kind of manifested this I have to be honest that now it's kind of becoming a lot where I know for some people it's becoming like a lot, a lot. I'm not there yet. I'm still yeah. like, oh, and I love it. And like, I'm so happy for them. But I think there are moments like the bachelorette party with the with the potion and everything is like themed, yeah. very like Dracula vibes. And that's very not me. But then again, like I can't. You know, she's also they're also like Disney adults. Yeah. You know, I'm not a Disney adult. I don't I don't subscribe to that vibe. 
Yeah. But like they're in their own vibe. So they're a lot right now, but I also believe in their love, you know? So it's like, they're a lot for me to like keep shipping and be like ship, 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 because like they've given us everything. Yeah. Like what have it, they've given us so in love. We would like take bullets, die, come drinking it. Like all all the things where like, we get it. You're cute. You're forever. I think with Kim and Pete, it's just more exciting right now. Cause you're like, that's so hot. Is it going to last? What's it going to be like? Oh, he's with her kids. That's really cute. What's Kanye thinking? So I feel like they're giving us like fresh Kravis vibes. Yeah, I think Kim and Pete will eventually fizzle out. I think he's the rebound. I think she's loving it because it's so different and so out of her element. But eventually she's going to figure out what she wants. With Kravis, I feel like they're going to tone it down eventually. Like it's not going to be as hot and steamy, but the love is there. Like on the show, what was it last week or the week before the come episode where he's just like, she's like, I'm going to be a total bitch on this cleanse. And he was like, I would rather have a day with you as a bitch than no days with you. I was like, oh, see, like they just, he, he <laughs> loves her. It's lo- love wins. Amanda. I, love wins. I just wonder who's who's bitch in the relationship. Mm. It feels like he might be her bitch. Yeah. Like if you've noticed there was He's that whipped. moment and then there was also the moment where it was like, I think it was the dinner at Chris's where he's like, babe, what are we drinking? And like, she tells him what they're drinking. <laughs> and then when they go to the doctor for the IVF, um, she's like, stay in those PJs, like stay in the onesie. Yeah. I feel like court is kind of like a control freak. And yeah. I feel like, she can control him that he's just really easy going. And that's kind of what Scott was alluding to when yeah. he was kind of being a dick about it. And he was like, well, he can like deal with it. I feel like Courtney needs somebody that like, tra- like Travis to just kind of go with her flow, do what she wants to do, eat the shit she wants to eat, not put up a fight. And that works. But listen, I'm still going to hold on to hope for, for Kim and Pete, because I think they're so hot but I do get what you mean. I had a friend who told me a whole theory that she has about them. And I was like, oh my God, damn. She, she said kind of like what you were saying, like they're so hot. He's so excited to be fucking her. Right. It's like, what a dream. She's so excited to have this like young, hot, fresh, different, funny guy, you know, going with her everywhere and like being with her. But like both of them, probably need something different. Like he is a 28 year old comedian. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not built for this life of like going with her to Ripley's believe it or not. And like helping her scoot into the dress. Like I feel like that for him when I watched him, did you see that, that uh, BTS content? Yeah. When I saw those, those moments and like Pete having to stand there, like fly to Orlando for yeah. this fucking dress fitting be in that room while like a thousand people are trying to get her in the dress, like all the shit. I was like, wow, like that's not fun stuff. Those are like errands that are like, oh, and boring. And he has to be there. And then she like told him with the hats, like, don't wear the hats. And um, even though it's still flirtatious and hot, you could feel that like a lot of things that he does are not her vibe. Like yeah. this, the over silliness or like even on the Met red carpet. Do you remember when Lala was interviewing them? Yeah. And she was like, babe, come in. And he was like, not in it. You could tell that she was like, no, come in. Like not in a bad way, but just in a way that like 
yeah, maybe it'll work because they're so different, but you're also kind of like, wait, this isn't exactly it, but I hope that we get to like, but who thought it would last this long? I mean, it's almost a year. Yeah, I think she's having fun. And I think like I give it max two years. I don't see them going the long haul. I think she's having fun and eventually she's going to be like, okay, I'm bored with this. And eventually he's going to be, I think there's a very sliver element of it from his end that's like he's enjoying the perks and the growth and the lifestyle that comes with dating all these famous women. Um, And I think he's just along for the ride and he knows it's not going to last. And he's just like, okay, I'll be here until she's done with me, you know, but until then, I think think that he's going to get hurt. That's what I also like worry about. Oh, he's definitely going to get hurt. And I think he knows that he knows he's going to get hurt and he's kind of cool with it. And he's just like, I'm here for the ride because at least I can say I was dating Kim Kardashian. Yeah. That's the thing when you were saying before, like Pete gives out such a vibe of like, doesn't give a fuck, smokes sweet all day, lives in its mom's basement, comedian, New York, whatever. But at the same time, he's dating all these mega, mega rich and famous women. And obviously that's a choice, right? It's a choice to like not date the girl he grew up with or like, you know, a fellow SNL cast member, producer. So I feel like he's not exactly what he seems like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he loves that life. Yeah, he's down with a PJ. He's down with the paparazzi. Like, I feel like he kind of likes it, yeah. which isn't what it seems like, because I feel like with Ariana Grande, we were like, oh, maybe they just fell in love or else. Why would he be with like, you know, a mega pop star if, you know, he didn't want this fame and all the shit. But then you're like, no, wait, he's dating only women like that. Yeah. Hmm. He wants it. He loves it. He loves it. Um. He's like, you give me the big lifestyle and I'll give you the big D. Yeah. (laughs) I have a theory about the wedding. Or, well, I don't know if this is like my own fan fiction theory, but I think because they're when they have big events like this like they're really tight-lipped about social media they like take people's phones like usually they like to control the narrative but Alabama Travis's daughter was one of the few people that was like actually posting videos and photos on her Instagram story that night before any of the other sisters did before anybody else from the wedding did I feel like she broke some of like the rules And then, but they couldn't really get mad at her because it's Travis's daughter and she like scares me. So I think she scares them a little bit too. But I think she, you know, was just like, I don't care what Kris Jenner, I don't care what what the the Kardashian rules are. I'm going to Instagram them at the altar and I'm going to take a picture of Courtney in her wedding dress before any professional photos get put out there. Like, I think she's just like zero fucks given. I think, so I have a theory too. What I think is like, I feel like Courtney wants to be like the beloved stepmother and she doesn't want to bring, I feel like Courtney wants to differentiate herself from her family in the, like in all the vibes, you know? So I think that she doesn't want to be the, like no pictures, like, you know, the first ones need to be approved, like all the shit. So I feel, especially with Travis's kids, I feel like she's so in love with him that she wants his kids to like love her and not, and think of her as like, you know, their second mom. And I feel like, I, like, even if she's pissed inside, she's like, you know, it's Travis's daughter and I would never say anything. Even do you remember she missed Kim's SNL? She's like, it's Landon's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like Kim was literally like, 
making faces at she- uh, at Steph and Tracy, like, oh yeah, his birthday. So I feel like she just really wants to do right by his kids. But Zach, not only did she post pictures, she posted a live video where you like it looked like it wasn't that fun of a wedding. Like that's what I would be pissed about, you know, like post a pic, let it leak, but you're going to go live and like at a cheesy ass part where like, it doesn't look like it's that fun. Yeah. That's a problem. Listen, I don't think Alabama, I don't think any of their kids, because the kids aren't even mic'd when they film. Like, the kids have no mics on. Like, it's the overhead mic. And even then, they talk so low that you can barely even hear them. Like, they're not playing by any of the rules. Yeah, I agree. No, but I I, I loved the wedding. I mean, I, it was a little too Dolce & Gabbana for me. It was, like, a little much. A little? A little? It was a little too hashtag ad. Yeah. But I was still living for it. Um, okay. I want some of your hot takes on some of the, the other pop culture moments. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kim in the Marilyn Monroe dress. What were your thoughts? A lot of people didn't love it. Did you like it on her? Did you like that? She wore the dress. Did you like the weight loss of it all thoughts on every detail? I think she looked amazing. So I really liked the dress on her. I think she's psychotic for doing what she did to wear it. I think that these are things that are really important to her, but like nobody else really would care if it was a replica from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I always say like the fact that she even flew to Orlando, like I, I would literally be like, wait, the dress is in Orlando. No, like hashtag canceled. Yeah. Like, not going like scratch that. So like she takes things to the next level. I feel like nobody could really relate, but to her, it's so important to get like every detail and wear the dress and blah, 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 and lose the weight. Listen, I think like, it's weird that she didn't think about what a wave of, you know, uh, chatter it would cause for her to literally talk about this crazy weight loss she had to do so quickly. Um, and, and I think some media outlets that wrote about her or talked about it maybe did feel like it was glamorized or not, not mentioned in a negative light, which it kind of maybe should have. Like, I think it was written about in a way like, and she lost 16 pounds to fit into it. Like how amazing. And it's like, wait, that's wild. And it's wild to do in a short amount of time. But because I know Kim, I know that it came from a place of like, she wanted to wear this dress yeah. and she was willing to do whatever it fucking takes to wear the dress. And like, all of it is crazy. And that's like another crazy part, but I don't think that should mean, or any girl should take it upon themselves to right. be like, Oh, I need to fit into a dress. Like, no, get your size. Yeah. The dress needs to fit you. She just wanted to do a very yeah. specific moment in history. And she wanted to fit into her specific dress, which again, to me is wild. Did it look great? Yes. Could she have worn a replica that was made to take? I mean, she wore the replica. We couldn't yeah. even tell. Yeah, there was. Re- yeah, you couldn't tell the difference. But I, I think you're right. I don't think she met, was trying to send that message to people. She was more of just like, this was my own grit and determination to have this moment. And what a moment, because we're still talking about it. And I know this is a hot take and I get dragged every time I fucking say it. I think Kim Kardashian is our modern day Marilyn Monroe. I know people don't like that i know people don't agree with that but i just think the the icon that she is today is the icon of like women and beauty that marilyn was at that time i i can i can see that point i think that 
You can love them. You can hate them. They are pop culture. Like, you know, I cover, you know, I talk about, I love talking about celebrities and gossip and entertainment. And there's so many days that are so dry and there's nothing going on. Like they're always bringing it. Something's always going on. They care about what they do. Like she knows her role in this world. She's not leaning back on her 300 million Instagram followers and being like, I could kick it back and not do anything for the rest of my life and do just like ad deals. No, she's hustling every day and doing this kind of crazy shit that she doesn't even need to do. It's like, just wear a fucking dress. But, um, Listen, I also think that like they talk about it like they, you know, Hollywood and weight is a crazy thing. Right. So many people, um, so many women like people in Hollywood look exactly the same. They don't represent what we actually look like. I feel like with the Kardashians, even though they don't, they have let us in over the years on how much they work hard for their bodies. And it doesn't come naturally. Like they always say, Chloe says we're foodies. We love to eat. Like we need to work out to like look like this or we need to do whatever. Um, so at least that's a little bit of a positive, you know? Yeah. Thoughts on army hammer and the DMS. And do you think he and Erica Jane have banged? Wow, that's such a throwback, Zach. Bring me back to 2020. Um, First of all, it's so funny when people look back at that time and remember it as like Army Hammer cannibal. And like, no, you guys, he's not a cannibal for real. Like we covered that. We came to a conclusion. It was a wild moment there where we thought he was eating entire human beings. But it turns out it was just a turn on for him to talk about body parts and blood. Um, that was a wild, wild time. The DMs, all the, the women that came out, what, what happened with that? Like, where's the, I mean, that was the thing. It's like, where are the allegations? Where's the, like, where is him kind of taking responsibility for that? He's hiding out in the Cayman islands. His whole family's in the Cayman islands, his wife and, and the kids. I don't know what's happening with them. If they've reconciled, he was like in rehab member. He was posting those videos from the Cayman islands, like with drugs, like he's wild. And what's so wild about him being this wild is if we saw his typecast in the movies he was in or whatever, we would have been like, oh, like Hollywood actor, polished, like yeah. tall, blonde, blue eyes. And he's like crazy. I want to eat your blood. Do you think he and Erica Jane have ever banged since they were neighbors? I could see them banging. Right? I feel like he'd bang. I feel like he'd, why not? You know? She's been on like a, a sex scapade. Wait, how did that rumor come about? With her? Um, I don't remember. I th- it was probably like a blind item on like Demois or oh, something. Oh, it was a blind item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But yeah, I could see it. Oh my God. Do you remember him coming out of that house like a mannequin? Like what happened like throwing it he was throwing like a huge blow up doll in like the garbage like hollywood is fucking weird man weird i agree what's your ideal cast for vanderpump rules next season now that we know it's coming back like ideal cast past or potential join ideal Oh, that's hard. I'm a fan of the OGs, man. I would want just the OGs. I don't think. Listen, DJ James Kennedy can can bring it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he's considered an OG. Is he considered an OG? I think at this point, him and Lala have been grandfathered in. 
Yeah. Oh, Lala. I would want the OGs. I would want, you know, Katie, um, Ariana, the Toms. Um, listen, I, w- I would go as far to say I would love to see Jax again and his like, wouldn't you want to see Jax like being you know, I would, I'm sure he's a good father, but those moments where he's, you know, being so jacks about being a dad, like Brittany, I don't want to deal with this. And like, whatever. Um, and Stassi just had a baby and Lala had a baby. I would love to see the, the OGs, you know, I feel like, have you caught up with the latest Stassi versus Jack's beef? No. So Stassi, you know, she cut her wedding list from like 200 to yeah, 35 people. Oh, right. People. No, he the, he wasn't invited and Kristen wasn't invited either. No, Jax was invited. And oh. he at the last minute pulled out. So first of all, for weeks leading up to the wedding, he was texting all of Bo's friends or all of all of his friends that happened to also be mutual friends of Bo's saying, I'm not going to the wedding. I'm not going to the wedding. Screw Bo. I hate him. Whatever. He's a loser. He's a star fucker, whatever. Um, and then Wait, really saying that? Yes. And so because they were mutual friends with Bo, some of the friends, he would send them like group text messages. So some of them would like screenshot and be like, Bo, do you realize he's saying he's not going to your wedding and he's talking shit about you? And Bo's like, this isn't real. And so then Stassi and, and Bo would ask Brittany and Jax, like, are you guys coming to the wedding or are you not coming to the wedding? Because if you're not coming, like, we only have 35 people coming. Like, we have other people that'll line up to come to, like, Zach Peter's ready outside to come to the, our wedding. Like, <laughs> can I give him your ticket? Um, and they were like, no, we're absolutely going to go. We're absolutely going to go. We're absolutely gonna go then the day Stassi and Bo are flying out to go to the to Rome for the wedding Brittany sends Stassi like all of these um this like novel of a text message being like hey girl so last minute we're not gonna be able to make it and Stassi was pissed especially because they kept asking him like one why are you talking shit about Bo and he's like I'm not and then they're like we have screenshots and he was like oh yeah I did say that but I didn't mean it and then they were like well why are you telling Wait, people how you're not do we know this because Stassi, Stassi and Bo talked about it on their podcast. They did. And you're subscribed to the Patreon? No, I'm subscribed <laughs> to Us Weekly. <laughs> oh, wow. So there's like I didn't know. beef. I mean, Jax is beefing with all of them. Sandoval, he hates. Right. You know, the only one he you likes know, is Randall. The thing is we just saw Katie move out of um, Katie and Tom move out of their house. And it makes me sad to think this, but like with Vanderpump rules and the cast will say this themselves. Like it's always so iffy if they'll get renewed, which is so wild because like, it's such a good show. I don't know why I feel like somehow Bravo made Vanderpump. Like they're like, whatever show that they don't care about like oh we'll see if it's like fine to renew but i'm like no the people love it like we're yeah. i know so many people are more into housewives but i love yeah. i love vanderpump and summer house um so 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 when it was like oh we don't know if we're getting renewed when katie and tom announced their divorce i was kind of secretly like damn it's gonna get renewed now like i feel like that was such a catalyst to get it going because having them both sign up for it and talk about it and having that like which is like kind of sad they're gonna have to put it out there but also i'm sure they're happy that they have a job to go back to yeah um so, so I'm sure we're going to see that and it's going to be interesting if they're going to try, try to force like new people into that. That's what I hate because then it becomes like, you're like, no, like Katie wouldn't be like talking about her troubles with like the new waitress at sir. Yeah. Like that doesn't make sense. So let's let it go. 
and just um, have on the the oldies. But then it's like Katie, Sheena and Lala and Ariana. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for bring. Yeah, I'm here. for. I would I would not mind them bringing back Stassi and Kristen and Jax, I think. Well, is that another wild thing? Like Kristen and Stassi became close again after everything went down because they were dealing with kind of the same thing. But they, Kristen wasn't invited to the wedding. Kristen said she was invited to the wedding, but they had already um, agreed to go to somebody else's wedding in Hawaii that weekend. Which yeah, I would, I would wink, bail wink. on. Yeah, I would bail on Hawaii to go to Rome. I'm sorry, I just would. So no, I'm pretty sure Kristen wasn't and invited. Stassi even said recently in an interview that like her and Kristen aren't like the you know when they got fired that brought them back together, but they haven't really maintain that consistent friendship she said even with katie it's not as strong as a friendship as they had before because like katie you know was on the show and that's kind of her life now and she's just Mm. in a different place in her life and she has a baby and like you know that the witches of weho are essentially dunzos yeah that's i mean the witches of weho got to see like two days of, of 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 light do you think Shayna Mokler will ever come on your podcast? No, she blocked me. You don't think there's any way to repair that? I, uh, listen, Alec Bald, I'm not blocked by a lot of people. And and I, I like that. I don't like being, you know, people sometimes like look at it as a badge of honor to be blocked. I'm like, yeah. no, I get really like hurt and offended. offended. And like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be blocked. Um, it made sense with Alec because like when the Hilaria Baldwin show was going down, I was covering the fuck out of that. Yeah. And even though it wasn't like evil, it was kind of like bringing to light almost every instance in which his wife was like a huge phony. So I'm sure that doesn't feel good. So understood Alec, love your work, but like would love to be on block with Shayna. It's like, I have nothing against Shayna. I was just team Kravis. So yeah. to be blocked because I was like, Kravis, like they're so hot. They're so great. And like maybe a couple times I was kind of wondering like what's going on with the kids. Because if you remember at the beginning, she was kind of vocal, like they don't come over. Like they rather go to their dad's house because it's like fancier. Yeah, like th- that kind of shit. But nothing was negative. And even like I watched Meet the Barkers, like, that was reality TV gold. And I loved Jaina. I thought she was so sexy and like such a vibe. So I would, I would be happy to um, be unblocked and gladly have her on my podcast. And also I really wish her well, like I really hope that she's doing well, that her weird fucked up relationship, like leaves her life. It's so toxic. Um, But unblock me. Right. Did you watch on Celebrity Big Brother? No, but I would. Like, I was this close. It's like, it would take a lot for me to commit to, like, an entirely new show that I don't watch. But, like, her and Lamar both being on, I was like, I should watch. I should watch. But she was likable, right? She was likable. People liked her until she left. And then all of her relationship, her relationship stuff came out. And then it just was like, ooh. And then she started talking crap about Kravis. And it's like, ooh. Yeah, she should have like rode the the wave of like people talking like her, really nicely about her. Her reputation was great when she was leaving Celebrity Big Brother because she was so burned on her way out that everyone was rooting for her, mm. and then she ruined her reputation. And I'm just like, ugh. 
I was mm. rooting for you. It was a Tyra Banks. We were all rooting for you moment. She has to date somebody like hot and like with a good reputation, you yeah. know, to like ele- elevate her back up from like the way that Matthew Rondeau brought her down. Yeah, I agree. Um, would you ever, when can we manifest Joe Jonas on your podcast? Now that you've gotten the Kardashians, I feel like Joe, are, is he your favorite Joe bro? Since you and Sophie are like Biffles. Oh my God. First of all, why do you think me and Sophie are Biffles? Weren't you guys DMing? Oh my God. Yeah. That was a while ago. She, um, where did I say that? I'm trying to remember. Can't shut up. You know, when you can't shut up, you say it all. Um, I would rather have Sophie. Thanks for, you know, reminding me of that. I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I was not a Jonas brothers, like huge Stan. Were you? No. Yeah. Like, what would I ask him? Like if Nick Jonas's nipples are a photo, were they Photoshopped or like, <laughs> like, you know what? But Sophie could be such a vibe. That would be interesting. Sophie, I think is the interesting, the most interesting of the three wives. Oh, yeah. Priyanka and Danny. I'm still so surprised that Danny and what's the Kevin. I forgot his name for a second. I'm still surprised that they had a reality show that lasted two seasons. Wait, was it on MTV? No, it was on E! Married to Jonas. Uh, uh, And his brothers were literally like, we only went on that show because we felt so bad for him because his career was going nowhere after Jonas Brothers. Yeah, that's really shitty. It's like for the Backstreet Boys to break up and like Howie, what is Howie going to do? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like throw him, throw him a lifeboat, like give him, give him a hand. Yeah. Or JC and NSYNC. Or wasn't there another one that nobody remembers? No, not JC. JC was it? the hot one. Yeah. But there, who was there, the one? Chris? Chris. Chris Kirkpatrick. Yes. Oh, he was just on Celebrity Big Brother with Shane and Lamar. We'll see. That's where they go. Oh, man. I remember one time my mom texted me and she's like, oh, my God, my brother, Ethan, he has autism. Um, And so they do they have like these like they're in different classes. They're all in the same grade, but they're like in different classes. And I remember she texted me one time. and She's like, Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC sent in a video and he's like shouting out Ethan's class. And she was trying to get me or it was another class. It wasn't Ethan's class that got shouted out by Chris Kirkpatrick and they were all sending the video around. And she's like, can you get um, Donnie Wahlberg? Cause I used to work with Donnie and, and his wife, Jenny. She's like, can you get them to send a video shouting out Ethan's class so we can, you know, like one up the Chris Kirkpatrick. And I'm like, what did Chris Kirkpatrick actually send me? She sends me the video and it's literally a cameo. It says cameo in the corner. I'm like, mom, <laughs> they paid for this. Somebody paid. Oh my God. Chris we need Kirkpatrick. to check. A hundred dollars. It's a hundred. It was a hundred dollars. No, like uh, housewives. Yeah, housewives charge more. Bethany Frankel no. charges like five hundred dollars for a cameo. Wait, no, I need to see how much Chris Kilpatrick takes for a cameo now. It may have for changed so- now that he's done Celebrity Big Brother. Um, but I remember it was literally like a hundred dollars. That's crazy. Okay. If that, we'll it may have even been later. like it may have even been like seventy five dollars. That's so cute. But he was doing it. But my mom was like, can you believe they got him to send a video? I'm like, <laughs> they paid for this. Like, <laughs> she was so, like, wowed by it. Okay, I found it. Oh, he's now 159. Oh my God. He's upped his rates. 
Aww. He's doing his thing. He's living his life. Yeah. He's trying. He's no you know, Lance Bass, but. He's, yeah, Lance, Bla- Lance Bass really like rode the wave. I feel like he's even more famous than Justin Timberlake. Well, because he be- he came out as gay and then everyone was like, oh, we're interested. Yeah, we're obsessed now. Yeah. And he's like friends with everyone and he like pops up everywhere and it's like fun. I feel like, yeah, Justin Timberlake, nobody likes him anymore. So that's a problem. Yeah. Where are we going with not skinny, uh, but not fat? Like what is the next... Is it going to be, you know, are you going to be the next Grace Helbig going from YouTube to a canceled show on E! to try and replace Chelsea Handler? Like, what is the manifestation that we're trying to get here? Um, You know, I don't know. I think there's part of me that just wants to ride the wave. And, you know, I'm very aware of this industry. So even though fun and exciting things happen, I'm very aware that, like, how fickle it is and how things change all the time. And, you know, I'm always like, listen, I have a college degree. I have a resume. If your bitch needs to fucking get a nine to five, your bitch will get a nine to five. So, um, so yeah, that's me being like a pessimist, you know, sometimes, but I think it's good because it keeps you like very level headed. Like, it's not like, Oh, booked one gig. I'm off to Hollywood. You know, it's like, I'm 34 years old. I have a family. So I'm very like rational about things, but also I think manifesting can sound to people like very like sound bathy and like, you know, up in the stars. Like, no, I feel like for me, manifesting is like wanting something, believing you can do it. Like we talked about before, even though some things you're like, Oh, I can't like say out loud that I want to be a singer. Like, how's that? You know? Um, so believing you can do something wild that seems that it's hard to do and working towards it. So I want to keep on interviewing really cool people. That's really fun for me. And if like, I feel like what would be my dream dream? Yeah. It would be to not a reality show. I wouldn't want to do a reality show. I would. Yeah. I could, you know, let's manifest like a talk show. I love that. Yeah. See, it's so embarrassing to say what your dreams are. Do you know what I mean? You feel like I can't say that. That sounds too big. Or like, who am I to think I could get that? But it's like, no, say it out loud. Believe that you could do it and have it. And you know what? Maybe you will. Yeah. I mean, the only people that get what they want are the ones that are crazy enough to believe that they can. Yeah. You need like delusions of grandeur to like make it. You really do. I always tell people because people are like, you're so confident. You're so confident. I'm like, I'm really just delusional. (laughs) Like, that's what it is. I am not confident. I am solely delusional and I live in a land of my own. And that's the only way I'm able to move through it. But Zach, that's exactly it. You need to be a little delusional because think about all the successful people and the actors that slept in their car. And like, that's so much more than I'm willing to do, you know, to, to succeed, but like, good for them that they were like, no, I'm so hot. I'm so talented. Yeah. I'm going to be a movie star. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to like sleep in a park. Like yeah. people do wild things for their dreams and it's because they believe they can. And even if you feel like believing that you can is like a wild idea. And it's like, I'm saying like, even for me that I, have hit some, you know, goals of mine. It's still weird to say out loud, big dreams and big goals. It sounds like, it sounds to me like, who do you think you are? Like the, the, the evil me in my head is like, who do you think you are to say that you can do It's like, no bitch, you can do it. So be a little delusional people. Yeah. Things that you can, you know, do whatever you want. And, and maybe you will. 
Yes, my friend, I was just talking to him the other day and he was telling me that he got this therapist and how the therapist told him that like his work ethic was unrealistic and his goals and his dreams were a little too high up in the sky. And he's like, I walked out of there and I went straight up to the owner of the facility and I fired her. He's like, I was like, nobody's going to tell me my dreams are too big. And I was like, these are the friends that I need in my life. I was like, I need people that are going to fire their therapist because their therapist has a small mind. A hundred percent. I'm down with that friend. So who is the next dream guest now that you, well, Courtney's still on the list, I would imagine. But Courtney's who still on the list. Um, I would love to interview um, Haley Bieber, mm. um, uh, Britney Spears. Britney, that would be a wild one. I know. That would be, so, imagine though, if you got that interview, I maybe can't. she's getting married today, dude. It's she. Wow. She's allegedly getting married today. Oh, okay, Brittany. Yeah, she's getting married today. So, yeah, I would love to have Haley Bieber. I feel like it's good timing. Road is about to come out. Uh, Britney Spears would be really cool. I feel like you need to do a call her daddy collab. Really? What do you like her? Oh, like go on her show. Oh, I don't really know her, honestly. I know that now. Um. I think I saw her Julia Fox one because it was while the the shit was really hot. And that's when I was like, oh, I thought she did like sexual things. Yeah. And I'm such a fucking married prude that I didn't really know it before. Um, so but that's how I found out about it was Julia Fox. And I obviously like recapped it. So I was like, you guys, this is what happened. Julia said this. That was a hot fucking moment for Julia. Damn. Could you see Julia on Housewives? I'd love I would watch again like I haven't watched yeah. the last season of New York because it was kind of like meh. yeah um if Julia went on New York 100 that would be so smart of Bravo they need to make it happen it sounds like she's willing to do it I feel like she's there's not much she's not willing to do she could do her and Leah could do it I know that could be a vibe I should have asked Leah that. Leah was just on my podcast. That would have been a good question if Julia should come on Housewives. Andy asked her and Leah was like, I don't think she would say no. Right. She, right. She did say that. True. True. Um, yeah. I think it could be a vibe. But now they're like dividing the Housewives. Now it's like OGs and something yeah. else. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I was like, I. They're trying. They're I trying. think they're trying. They're trying. I think they're trying to see what works because obviously the same exact format needs a little sprucing. No, I agree. Even like there were rumors that new housewives shows were coming. I'm like, I don't add anymore. I don't want another show. I don't want another franchise. Yeah. I don't know how people keep up. It's like people that are fans of the housewives and can watch every single one. I'm like, how are you doing it? And like, for me now, it's like, I know I've I should have watched Beverly Hills. Like from the beginning, everyone is saying it's so good, but like, what do I do now? Do I start from and it's not like 10 episodes a season. It's like no, 27 it's like 20, or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, you can start now. I mean, the women have changed. Beverly Hills is my favorite, but it's been my favorite from the beginning. Um, even when it's had really bad seasons, I've still, I've loved it for all it's good and I've loved it for all it's bad. It's good right now. Um, yeah, there's not, they just launched Dubai and I'm not, not like super jazzed about it. Like I'm trying to give it a try to recap it and stuff, but I'm like. Mm. What, it's not very good? It's not that it's just that we've seen this formula and we've seen all of this for so long that it's just like it's kind of 
becoming stale, mm. you know? Yeah. And then the hard part is it's like you have a stale formula with new women that at least with the other shows, I know these women and I have emotional investments into these women that like having to get to know someone new doesn't sound as exciting to me. Right. I don't oh want to I don't want to date more people at this point. I just want to be single for the rest of my life. I don't want to <laughs> emotionally invest in anybody else. I'm done, Amanda. I feel you. I am ready I to totally have a baby, though. So when I see your baby pics, I'm like, oh. You are? Oh, my God. I want a baby so bad. How old are you? 29. Okay. You can, like, 29 chill for next a minute. Week. Yeah. No, I want a baby. I want to be. A, I don't want to be an Andy Cohen. I want to be a young dad with a young baby. I don't want to be an Andy Cohen. <laughs> I don't. He's what listen, a burn. Nothing against him. But, like, I just don't want to be an old dad. I want to be a young, hot dilf. And I want to be, like, you know, the hot single dad that like all the other dads want to bang. Like I want to walk in to the nursery school and have all the dads that are in their long-term gay relationships that they are secretly resenting because now they have open relationships and they have to invite a third person in to spice things up. And I want the, I like, I want to break up somebody's marriage. You know what I mean? Maybe not like actually, (laughs) but like, I just want to be a fight between them about how they want to bang me. See, guys, no dream is too big. (laughs) I literally have neighbors that live in my building that have an open marriage and I've discussed it with them on numerous occasions in in detail and I'm still offended that they have not invited me in yet. Did you talk? Did you say that to them? I did. And they're like, we're going to discuss it. And then it just never goes. I'm like, okay, so you don't want to bang me. Thank you. That's kind of like whenever, you know, I hang out with gay friends, lesbian friends, and I'm like, so you're not like attracted to me at all. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> and they're like, I mean, like, seriously. And you're always like secretly, you're like, wait, but I'm a girl. You're into girls. Yeah. I don't I, like, hello. Am I right? a pariah? What's happening? Right? So I totally feel you. My ego is way too big to not be invited into the open relationship down the hall. Exactly. Well, there are a few floors up. Not just down the hall, <laughs> but it's a quick little like, let me just swipe my key and head up the floors and I'm there and we'll go. Let's go downtown Judy Brown. <laughs> Listen, I don't even need to do both. Like, just give me one. But That's my so theory funny. is that they won't let me in because they're just going to fall in love with me and then mm. I'm going to ruin their marriage. You're too hot and they want to pick somebody not hot so that it's safe. Yeah. So that it's not yeah. intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming. Oh my on God, of course. No filter with Zach Peter. Uh, I'm sending you some wines so that you can be Liddy City this summer. What love that? What are your social handles so everyone can go give you a follow and support the podcast? What are your socials? Oh, sorry, I'm just dancing to the music. <laughs> um, it is not skinny but not fat on Instagram, and that's the name of my podcast as well. It's good. It's funny. The account is funny. You have lots of great memes. You have lots of cute pictures. I saw you were just at the Coldplay concert. And I was like, oh, I want to go to a concert. I, I actually know. did just go to a concert. Um, but you could also just watch it on YouTube and it's kind of the same. I mean, at this point, everyone's used to the virtuals. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Fields with Zach Peter. That's me. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Fields with Zach. If you want to keep up with all the latest reality tea, go and listen to Not Skinny But Not Fat. 
give her a five-star review on Apple because that's nice. We like to do nice things for nice people and we want to spread that positivity. We can fuck the trolls on Twitter and the neighbors upstairs. All right, guys, love you. And I will talk to you next or this Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, today's Monday. Well, I'll talk to you on Wednesday. I have Danny Pellegrino on the podcast and we're going to spill some tea. It's my birthday episode, so get ready. This is the last year of the 20s. Thank you, love. Last year of my 20s, and I'm ready to just have like a full year of yes. Yes. Yes, queen.